Hi guys, welcome to the latest episode of This Unbelievable Life. Today, I would like to give a warm welcome to Jamie Dill. Jamie created the Be Kind for Ollie Foundation in memory of her son, Oliver Dill, in February of 2021. Jamie has appeared on local news in addition to WRTV in Indianapolis and Good Morning America to discuss the importance of hot car death prevention. Jamie volunteers with Deaconess Hospice focusing on children's bereavement, with the Safe Kids Coalition of Vandenberg and Warwick County, and with Kids and Cars Safety. Jamie, I'm just going to let you take it away. Thank you. Well, to start, I just wanted to share the story about why Be Kind for Ollie was um, founded. And um, I'll just start with that. That's the easiest way. And then I'll move on to um, reasons and prevention tips as well. But um, on July 9th, 2019, it started as a fairly busy morning, like any two young children households. Um, I got ready for, got my son ready, my oldest son ready for, for the activities of the day. And then my younger son, Ollie, my husband and I decided he was going to go to daycare so I can get ready for family vacation in a couple days. And um, he was able to work on his speech and his therapies at his daycare. So we just decided to send him there. Um, I asked my husband to take him to daycare. He normally does not do that. He normally just picked him up. So Uh, We said goodbyes, and I watched him leave in the car with my, Ollie leave in the car with my husband, and that was it. I got busy with the day. I was getting ready for vacation. My older son was entertaining himself, and later that afternoon, I just figured we'd meet up and we'd see Toy Story 4 um, as a family. That was our plan. Towards the afternoon, I logged on to the <clears throat> childcare app and, <clears throat> and noticed my son Oliver was not signed in. It's not entire. It didn't shock me that he wasn't signed in because my husband normally doesn't drop my son off at daycare and didn't know. Maybe he didn't know to use the tablet to sign him in. I did call my husband and said, hey, um, Oliver's not signed in to daycare. What's going on? And he said, oh, I dropped him off. I must have just forgot to sign him in on the tablet. And I figured, well, that's a reasonable response. Uh, You know, normally he he doesn't take him. And about an hour later, they are supposed to be home. um, And they weren't home yet. So I called my husband's cell phone and he didn't answer, which is unusual because it was summertime and he didn't actually have a class at that time to be teaching. So I called again, he didn't answer. And I called a few more times. And at that time, I just, there was a gut feeling something was going on. So I waited a while and they still weren't home. And I decided I was going to pack my, older son in the car and we were just going to drive over to USI childcare and figure out what was going on. So as I was taking the exit to USI, I saw a lot of emergency vehicles on that exit. 
And when I pulled into the parking lot, my husband's car was there and the back door was still open. And at that point, I knew something happened to Ollie. Um, and it was confirmed by the sheriff there that Ollie was left in the car and he did not make it. Um, you know, you, any parent at that point is beside themselves. I've heard of that happening before. I've heard of children being left in cars. And I thought, how does that even happen? That would never happen to my family. And after Ali passed, I started researching the prevalence of hot car deaths. And it is more common than people actually think. Um, since 1990, there's been 1,054 cases of hot car deaths in the United States. And... 88% of those are in children three and younger. So that's quite a bit since 1990. And that's just as far back as we've tracked. Um, Ollie passed away in 2019. And that year, there's 53 children that passed in hot cars. It was the second highest year. Um, 2018 only had one more. Um, so those two years were the highest prevalence. There's been 16 deaths since 1990 of children in hot cars. So we'd like to think that it isn't a problem, but it is. Those are just the deaths that are recorded. There are lots of circumstances and lots of situations where children have been left in a car and they thankfully survived that are not documented. I've been contacted by people in our community that forgot their children in the car and fortunately their child survived the situation. So how does this happen? Why does this happen? You know, we always see it on the news, especially since we're coming up on warmer months. People like to think that it can never happen to them and that's the most dangerous reasoning you can have. It can happen to anyone. It's happened to a NASA rocket scientist. It's happened to social workers, teachers, principals, stay-at-home moms, work-from-home dads, doctors, nurses. It's happened to almost any type of occupation you can imagine. So there's not just one certain category of people. And they are responsible parents this happens to. Dr. David Diamond from University of South Florida is a neuroscientist that actually researches hot car deaths. And basically his research says that your brain forms a habit memory. So basically what that means is one example, after work, you have to stop at the grocery store on the way home, but you forget, you go straight home. And when you get home, you think, I forgot to stop at the grocery store. That's your habit memory because you're so used to leaving work and going straight home and not making that extra stop. That's what happens to parents. They're used to leaving home and going straight to work and not having to make an extra stop because it's out of their routine. Um, factors that can, um, <clears throat> factors that can increase the chances of this happening would be a change in routine, stress, 
sleep deprivation. Um, those are just some of the some of the reasons. There's also been miscommunication. So there's been circumstances where a family comes home from church, they have several children. They each think the other person got the baby out of the car and put them down for their nap. Neither one did. So miscommunication is a big part as well. Some of the prevention tips would be place an item that you have to have to start your day with. So if you're a nurse and you have to have that ID badge, put it in your back seat with your child. That way, if your habit memory takes you straight to work, you don't just get out and go in the building. You get out, open the back door for your ID badge. You see your child there. Um, ask your child care uh, to call you if your child hasn't arrived yet. Make it a habit to either open the back door or check the back seat every time you stop the car and clearly announce who is getting the child out of the car so the miscommunication doesn't happen. Now, one of the big things I wanted to do after losing Ollie was do something in memory of him. So we decided to start to form Be Kind for Ollie in February, 2021. And we weren't sure exactly what we wanted to do at the time, but we eventually came up with the three-prong approach to Be Kind for Ollie. We want to focus on supporting children and adults with bereavement and grief. We wanted to educate the community to prevent hot car deaths, and we wanted to support children through scholarship opportunities and crisis situations. So the first thing was focusing on supporting children and adults with bereavement. We have three little lending libraries in parks and um, we have two in cemeteries and they have grief and bereavement books ranging from kids all the way through adults. I thought it was important to have a resource available to newly grieving individuals that did not want to go to the library and see people. Sometimes all we want to do is go visit where our loved one's resting. Um, the second thing was educate community to prevent hot car deaths. And we do a lot of community events, just educating parents and caregivers about prevention tips. And a lot of times I get the comment, I don't understand how people do that because they don't know my story. And those are the people that I want to talk to because that's the dangerous, most dangerous thing you can say is it won't happen to me because we thought it wouldn't happen to us. And none of the other families this has happened to thought the same thing or all the other families thought the same thing. Um, so we do a lot of community events. And the third thing is we support children and we have a benefit dinner and silent auction the last Saturday of February. And we provide comfort bags to police departments. So just two weeks ago, we had our annual benefit dinner and silent auction to raise scholarship money for future early childhood educators in special education and exceptional learners. So we actually raised $9,500 
um, just a couple weeks ago for those scholarships. So we're very excited about that, um, the result we had for those. And we have the comfort bags. The comfort bags provide some items for the EPD, Vandenberg County Sheriff's Office, to give to children in crisis situations or to have them focus on something else besides what is actually going on outside the car. So if there is, say, a parent gets in a car accident and needs some medical attention and the child is safe, they need to have something to do rather than just stare out the window wondering what's happening in back of an ambulance, right? So we started that because my my oldest son was in the car when we drove up on Ollie's accident. And fortunately, he did know people at USI that he could go, go off with and they could help distract him. But we always thought, what if it happens in a different place? Um, so just an update on what we're doing now with Be Kind for Ollie. We're currently working on some comfort bags for the Warwick County Sheriff's Office. We're going to have 55 bags for every deputy and they will keep those in the back of their car. I actually have one here. So it's a zipped bag that has our logo and we have all sorts of things in these bags and the cost is about $30 per bag. So we have tissues, stuffed animals. We always have something for babies, blankets. We have wipes in case child needs to be cleaned up, colored pencils. We have coloring books, poppets. We have the snap bracelets, um, all sorts of things, these little squeezy things. So whatever they need to get their mind off of some suckers, whatever they need to get their mind off the situation, we try to provide just to give them a little distraction and to help the, the police officers do their jobs at the same time. So we are currently taking donations for the comfort bags. And you can look on our Facebook page, Be Kind for Ollie, for more information. And we will soon have a website up any day now. It's going to be BeKindForOllie.com. And you can also contact us through that. We accept check, Venmo, cash, and we have a link to our um to our wish list, Amazon wish list on Facebook. So anything can be mailed directly to us. We're always looking for volunteers for community events to help stuff comfort bags. Um, we had volunteers help with our benefit dinner. So we're always looking for help. Um, but if you have any questions at all, feel free to reach out through Facebook or you can you can email me at bekindforolly at gmail.com. So, but thank you for having me, Nikki. I really appreciate it. I love talking about Be Kind for Ollie. And of course, I love talking about Ollie because what mom doesn't want to talk about their kids, right? <laughs> thank you so much and sharing your incredible story. Um, I think a major takeaway that people need to understand is that no one is immune. You know, 
I think most all parents can relate to that habit memory, stress, sleep deprivation. My kids are older now and I'm grateful that they're older, but you know, in those younger days, I, I can relate to every single one of those things. And, and the other takeaway, and I want you to know this is, I feel like Ali is, is our community's child. I think every parent that was paying attention that day is praying for you. And I just want to lift up your family in love, in light, and in prayer, because we were all there with you. Thank you. And I thank you for taking, for taking his memory and creating something beautiful and important out of it. You're raising awareness and you are an angel. So thank you for your time. Thank everyone for listening. And again, I'm sorry I'm so choked up, but I think that every parent was watching that day. Yes. And, and and I thank you because your message is so important to raise awareness. And if anybody has any questions or needs anything, please reach out to Jamie, reach out to the foundation. They would love your help. They would love your donations and they would love your support and volunteerism. Jamie, thank you again. And I wish everybody a blessed and wonderful rest of the day. Thank you. Thank you.